everyone to a new episode of the Cine Survey podcast. I'm Melissa Ramos and I am Martin Ibarra. And we have two special guests with us for the last episode of our 2019 Spielberg Summer Series. And what better way to end the series than with Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Welcome back and enjoy the conversation. episode we're bringing back our beloved guest jenny and welcoming joe for the very first time hello so to start do you guys remember your first experience with raiders of the lost ark no (laughs) (laughs) no i don't i just remember like how we talked about with jaws how um you know, I saw it probably on the TV. Mexican channel, yeah. dubbed in Spanish horribly. That's legit, though. Um, like, I really wish I could have seen it that way. No, it's... They're great, honestly. Yeah. It's great to see how they translate. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't remember. That's probably how I saw it, though, honestly. And just, again, like, in Jaws, like, I see, um, like, references in other, like, you sure. know, shows or, like, mm-hmm. cartoons. Like, pop culture. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. It pop up, and I'm just like, oh, when... I came back to it today. And, and I was just like, the, oh, yeah. There is it's so much, there. like, iconography in Indiana Jones that... So much. It translates into things so easily. Yeah. yeah. Literally so many things. Yeah. It's just, like, back-to-back things. It's just like, oh, that was in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that was in that show. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. No, like, you remember? remembering the first time I saw it? Not mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I'm sure, though, on TV, though. Yeah. That's how I watched all the movies were on TV. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> For the first time. Yeah, how about you, John? Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, like, on TV, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, commercials in the middle and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, the first time I saw it was, like, in a classroom, middle school or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like a substitute it was, like, teacher? A, no, it was, like, That's a rainy day. That's the dopest. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It was, like, a rainy day or something. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, it was, like, a rainy day, and, like, yeah. the teacher was just, like, we were just all out cool. of it. And he was, like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, like, you know, and he was pretty sure he hyped it up really good. Yeah. This is a great movie. Like, you guys are gonna love this. Yeah, yeah that's and a good education in yeah. cinema. It is, but it's funny because, yeah. like, as a kid in middle school, like, it's running, and we're just like, "This movie's old, though." Yeah. Like, yeah. Come yeah. On. Uh-huh. But then, like, it like sucks you in. You're just like, "Oh, dang!" Like, yeah, yeah. So, is he gonna make it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, is that boulder gonna squish him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, yeah. I think for me, it was uh, another one of those home movie days um, with my oh, brother. With like mm-hmm. we, yeah, we spent so many days just watching movies um at home so pretty sure this is one of those um but i also remember because that was probably the first time and then i spent a while apart from it and then i bought myself like the box set trilogy um and i remember like one weekend i just went through all of them like i blew through all of them (laughs) um, one day after work and like uh yeah that that was probably the time that i like realized Mm. this movie is so good this Mm -hmm, series is so good yeah yeah um yeah. yeah. So another question I want to start implementing into the podcast is what format did you guys watch it um, to prepare for this podcast? Um, so 
how did you, Jenny uh, and Joe, how did you guys watch it to prepare for this? I watched it on my laptop on Netflix. Okay. You uh, streamed it. Because our good friend Marty let us know that uh, I did. it's on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't know that it was on Netflix. Because, you know, like Disney's doing everything and like they're moving stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I thought soon it was going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney but Plus coming still soon. still on there. And it looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it looks yeah. great on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's all remastered. I saw it on my phone. I was, oh, uh, yeah? Interesting. How was that experience? Like, fine? Uh, yeah. I mean, I prefer... Um, I prefer watching the movies on my phone. Yeah, I don't know why. Interesting. Um, yeah. More intimate experience or what? Kind of, I mean, yeah, kind of. And like yeah. with your headphones on. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. always. If always. it's not in a theater, because yeah. I'm sure you prefer the theater. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I, I'm not watching a movie in the theater. Like I want to watch it with headphones on. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I just have to. I've done that before. You know, like sometimes you can. They'll have like uh, certain things you can do um people will come in for like if they need if they need like um assisted hearing or if they need like descriptions Mm -hmm. or whatever but you can a lot of times i've learned this from working at a theater before you can just bring your headphones and be like yeah i want to use one of the devices and you can plug in the headphones and yeah the thing is though like one time gems. i did it the guy like messed mine up and he like i was only getting sound out of, or i was getting like descriptions on one side and sound on the other and i'm like you really messed this up like <laughs> yeah, you, set the you wrong gotta channel. be clear so you gotta be yeah, make sure to be clear about that <laughs> got it i don't need descriptions yeah i need to try the next time go to like fancy like i want like, can you guys give me the thing so I can yeah my headphones in. Mm-hmm. yeah That's but it's awesome. like I don't know. I mean, I go to the like theater by theater. myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, if you're going by yourself, that's cool too. I feel like if it's a mm-hmm. like it's like you know not a great theater, then like you know do that. But if it's like a theater that has good sound, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah, live in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta live in that. Yeah, yeah. Because at home, it's just like I can see why you wouldn't want to watch it at home, like on a t- regular TV, because the sound probably sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I was re-watching this, and I was just like, the sound is so important in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the music and the sound is so important in this oh, movie. Yeah. And it's like, I couldn't imagine watching it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. watching mm-hmm. it on my laptop was great. Oh, so yeah. I can imagine. I was well, like, yeah. One time, like a good um, home theater. we also went to see it at Cinespia a while mm-hmm. back for, like, 4th of July screening. And you had fireworks So we had fireworks exactly. after, and that mm-hmm. was pretty freaking awesome because a like yeah it was loud Mm -hmm. as hell and it's outside so that sounds just like Mm -hmm. you know flowing upward and out and so um you're you're getting everything and then um the communal experience is cool and that's i think something that you know if you have the headphones on sometimes it's better in theater i agree like sometimes i like that because people are talking i don't want to hear you i want to just get a movie um but sometimes it's it's better with you know hearing other people's reactions to things i feel like scary movies for sure scary movies for sure but also this kind of thing where it's like adventure and people are cheering and yeah yeah Yeah. this this was a great adventure movie yeah Yeah. it really was Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so it's great at that stuff i guess segue then into um talking about the film um well what we didn't say what format we watched oh okay i'm sorry i'm I'm getting ahead of myself here okay so so recently marty and i have been collecting a bunch of vhs tapes Mm -hmm. trying to get our hands on any physical media Mm -hmm. and so we watched indiana jones on vhs yeah which was an interesting experience the the graphics weren't as bad as i thought it was going to be it was actually pretty awesome yeah to see it on there Mm -hmm. like that yeah, and the tape, I, I would say the one that we were watching um, wasn't 
wasn't in too bad condition. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I think some moments of it were got a little bright at some points, but like yeah, I for the most tell. part, for mm-hmm. the most part, it was in pretty mm-hmm. good condition. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it's the first time I see it in, on VHS tape, so that's pretty cool. And I was recently watching it again, part of it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I mean, difference, but like you know, yeah, there's it, clarity. Yeah, <laughs> but but the tape was pretty cool. It holds up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I, I so much of this film was done so carefully mm-hmm. um, and, and so well that, I mean, yeah, I'm not paying attention to any, like, little nitpicks. Mm-hmm. It all looks pretty fantastic. Yeah. So. Um, so, Marty, do you want to walk us through a little bit of the details? Yeah, so, um, all right. So, Raiders of the Lost Ark was released on June 12th, 1981. It was rated PG. It almost had a higher rating. Um what? Because we talked about this earlier. Okay, yeah. Higher than PG? Hey, yes. Yeah, say, see what you were saying. No, yeah, because I was. It's weird because like when you watch older movies, um, usually like an older rated R movie is not as bad as like yeah. So, like, but today's feel, to, rated R. Movies. Yeah, you know, like it'd be a PG thirteen now. Yeah, 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 like older. But then this one was like, I feel like they gave this because this, this, this was really violent. No, oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. like a lot of violent images. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially like, at the like end. Die. Yeah, like the. <laughs> faces melt off you know what i'm saying and it's like for pg i'm just like whoa so, yeah you know what i mean so i think right off the bat like legit like, when they're in that cave like oh, there were right. spikes through this man's yeah, head yeah, yeah. like he was yeah. you know what i mean but yeah. i feel like it's, it's because of the context mm-hmm. that's why they got the pg that's i feel like that's what they got the pg rating mm-hmm. because the context isn't wasn't like so much like the violent images were not associated with like violence yeah so much yeah so that's probably mm. what it was like lower. the adventure and you know it was mean? just like oh like yeah. the you dude, know what the dude like fell into a booby trap that you was know? violent but yeah. it wasn't like it, it wasn't, wasn't people like, like yeah. it wasn't tarantino violence exactly you, like in that case you don't see it happen to him like it's he, yeah he walks already, up yeah. and he's already like that uh-huh um hmm. one thing i did find out though was that so like in the end when the dude i think his name is it's belloc the guy mm-hmm. who is the, the other archaeologist yeah, ar- uh-huh. um when when at the end when like he's like laughing and his head explodes um <laughs> jesus yeah. uh, before before his head before his head just exploded there wasn't um but if you watched and if you pay attention now there's like flames in front of his face it's not as bad it's not as bad because it's kind of covering uh, up the graphic, like you know, mm-hmm. images of his. Yeah. Wait, was it released without the flames, or did I think they it add was, that? It was tested that way ah, you know, for the ratings. Uh, gotcha. To be to be established, and uh-huh. it was going to be higher, but then. Oh, but then the guy getting his face melted off is like way worse than somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? Put the flames, and we'll give you the guy. With <laughs> yeah. you know? No so compromise, like, right yeah. there. It was really. It's like, like, it's a good movie. So. Just, <laughs> That do is, that and we'll give point. it to you like, what right. about what about the melting face yeah. though like yeah. you yeah. see his skull like, I mean, there's a couple yeah. people that like indeed like killed in the movie i mean so, i know some dude got like shot in the head from the back oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, no the there is definitely you see some <laughs> guy getting <laughs> shot in the head and yeah. like when they're yeah. fighting in the bar or when they're mm-hmm. fighting in yeah, yeah. like what is it, saudi arabia yeah yeah uh, like uh, and he literally that he's about to fight that guy with the sword and he just shoots him he's just like yeah. What like, kind of research did they have to do to like pull off those special effects? They definitely, oh, you know we'll what I mean. Oh, we'll, we'll, like, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into the special oh, effects okay. um, But um, they were shooting in uh, Cairo, I believe, is or, or I believe that's where the area is supposed yeah. to be. To get into box office, uh, the film was budgeted at eighteen million dollars. Um, opening weekend, it made eight million. 
first week it made 13 second week another 8 million eventually it ranks top of the box office for 1981 hmm. um, and it's earned over like 220 million mm-hmm. lifetime yeah uh, so obviously it's made a ton of money um, real quick to get into Academy Awards I'd love to get into Academy Awards yeah, um, it won everything accolades uh, actually no um, it, it was nominated for best picture it lost to chariots of fire I've never seen that yeah so. like Chariots of Fire is pretty, pretty, it's a pretty classic movie. Oh, uh, personally, pretty beloved. How many film. times do you rewatch that? I mean, yeah, exactly. if, I'm, if I'm picking, I might go with, uh, with Raiders, but I mean, Chariots of Fire is a pretty good film too. Um, okay. Best Director uh, was also nominated, um, but uh, Warren Beatty won that year for a film called Reds. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, it did win Best Editing. Editor okay. Michael Kahn, who uh, has worked on pretty much everything with Spielberg from mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, and all the indie films, oh, wow. um, Close Encounters, and even as recent as Ready Player One and Bridge of Spies. Um, oh, for life. Also yeah. won Best Cinematography. Uh, oh. No, it was it was nominated for Best oh, Cinematography. I'm sorry. Um, uh, they lost to that other film, Reds, again. Um, like, what? For what? Uh, it did win Best Art Direction. Okay, um, that's fair. Art Director Les- <laughs> uh, Leslie Dilly. Um, he also worked on uh, Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Superman, Alien, and American Werewolf in London. Wow. Okay. Um, and, a creative and mind. So some, something that's really interesting is that this a lot of this crew ends up working on uh, Star Wars uh, in particular, which. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that, but it's I think that's pretty neat that there's this connection between them because executive producer on this film is George Lucas, mm-hmm. and so um, it also won for best visual effects and for best sound. Um, so oh, and uh, was nominated for best original score, lost to Chariots of Fire. Oh my god! But I fire coming. I know. But, I just, we need to fire. see this movie. Oh, or oh my goodness, you had to. See. <laughs> Um, but 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 uh, Chariots of Fire score is actually um pretty groundbreaking score. It's like uh, one, I, I think it. it's the first synth score. Um, oh okay. So it's it's pretty. Um, Where yeah. are we? I'm super negative. We're just rooting for like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this score though. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's hard really to. Good. I think it would be hard to pick because they're both pretty great. Um, if you heard the main theme of Chariots of Fire, I guarantee you guys know it. Like guarantee. So, I'll play it for you guys later. Okay, I was going to say, you can play it now. Um, so, Steven Spielberg uh, obviously directs. This is a series on Steven Spielberg. Hmm. Um, this film was uh, made in homage of like the classic Saturday afternoon um, adventure films. Um, this is all about like spectacle and, mm-hmm. and you know... Um, uh, intensity and moving cameras and you know excitement um, rooting for the hero kind mm-hmm. of thing um, and so George Lucas was like I said heavily involved in this and it was both of their plan to kind of you know pay homage to that and have this kind of reactionary exciting film experience um, and I, I don't think that I ever knew how involved George Lucas was in making this film um, when I think about Indiana Jones, I think about Steven Spielberg and mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. But in, I watched a documentary about the making of the film, and George Lucas is there on set, like, mm-hmm. often looking behind the camera mm-hmm. and very involved in talking about the story and about the filmmaking and about ideas. And 
about the sets and mm-hmm. I mean he's he's there just as much and so I think a lot of credit should be given to George Lucas for mm-hmm. this project um, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it you no. know I feel like that goes to show how good their friendship is yeah it is and and that's something that they talk about um I have a quote it's so uh, Steven Spielberg said the important thing about making movies is to stay friends George and I have been friends uh, a lot longer than we've been working together We've only been working together now essentially for a year. Um, We've been friends for 11. Hmm. Uh, He said, this is a movie I'm making for George from his idea. It's of his being. And so this is the first time that they uh, work together. But the cool thing, too, that I saw was Steven Spielberg is wearing, like, a hat, like, from Star Wars. So often throughout the shooting of this film. So you can tell they're 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 tight for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't Um, he support Star Wars before anybody else did? um, Spielberg? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, um, he definitely loves it, and I know, um, I, Empire comes out right, like, before this. Oh, okay. So, that's, that's around the timeline, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. He, he loves, he loves Star Wars, he, obviously, he's wearing the hat, pushing forward constantly, and, um, Lawrence Kasdan is a writer on, uh... Both? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, again, there's a Star Wars connection here that, that's pretty cool. Um... Where do I want to go now? So let's. I think we can get into our topics now. Okay. <laughs> that's, I think that's, pretty, that's pretty much. No, I just. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. So with that, we can. I think let's. That's enough. Like background. We can move into our um, sections of of discussion. So first, we start with story. Um, so again, writing credits, uh, Lawrence Kasdan writes, um, also uncredited are, are George Lucas and Philip Kaufman. And so this, Damn. this story is, um, something that's interesting to me and you guys can kind of talk about this too, if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I was surprised, um, in watching it again later in life, how, and this I think goes for all Indiana Jones films, like how kind of focused on religion mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. or like you know related to religion like this one's about the power of god power, oh, power like of god the ar- speaking to god yeah, like the, the radio the to covenant. god yeah exactly mm-hmm. and temple of doom is like kind of satanic <laughs> you know they're going into hell it's indiana jones in hell is mm-hmm. basically temple of yeah, doom yeah yeah and then and then the third one is the last crusade mm-hmm. so what about the fourth one though that's a good that's a good point the fourth (laughs) one the fourth one's about fucking aliens or something so i mean you know it doesn't exist that's where it went off the rails but but, but good point jenny that one's not fourth one so (laughs) fourth one um but but the first three are and and so i i didn't really expect that um did you guys notice that at all like the yeah i mean i paid closer attention to the beginning where they have that meeting and they're telling him where he's going to be going Mm -hmm. um I don't remember it focusing so much on the Ten Commandments, too. I think they talk about... Mm. Um, the, the tablets. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the Well of Souls yeah. and mm-hmm. Jerusalem and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting this time around, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they keep saying the power of God. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just... Yeah, it's, and it's... It, there's a certain, like, weight to the story, I mm-hmm. think, and a certain, like, like almost darkness to mm-hmm. it that's like it, it feels heavier to me than uh, than i expected and in, in, it did when i watched it from after being separated from a little while like i'm expecting just adventure and, and spectacle but yeah it gets into 
some kind of serious tones and heavier mm-hmm. tones that I, I didn't always associate with what I thought Indiana Jones was. But yeah. I, I feel like when you think Indiana Jones, like you would just assume like the, the plot or the story is like a more whimsical mm-hmm. and it's more like, oh, like, you know, because yeah. I, wh- whenever I think of Indiana Jones, I just think of that opening scene right. where he just gets like some treasure and yeah, he yeah. just like He's dips going and through it's just the like, traps oh, because it's like, I don't know why he wants it. I forget why he wants it, but it's gold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's cool. It's like history, <laughs> but it's just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you just think whimsical, and it's mm-hmm. just like, huh? Right. They like this guy's like obsessed with wanting to talk to God. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that? I wonder why that's maybe why it works so well though. Like that it mm-hmm. it gets into something that's like not so far fetched, like not yeah. so the religious thing. Yeah, I think it just adds weight to the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the thing is like you can have this adventure movie or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, like, the importance of the adventure becomes when, like, people with religious beliefs can, like, relate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, for example, like, the the Ark, you yeah. know, like, they tie it to Moses, the Ten Commandments, and mm-hmm. the, the power of God, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And people, like, create foundations on religion. Mm-hmm. So then they'll, like, they'll say, like, oh, like, this is, this is a big deal. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. is, like, the Ten Commandments is, like, a staple in yeah. You yeah, know, the yeah. Christian God. You understand so, the gravity of something like this, exactly. especially in the case of like, if the Nazis get like control of this, yeah, like, right. Yeah. What can they use? How can they use this to their? What are benefit? they gonna you know, ask like, God? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so it just helps with the weight because then if it's if it's not that, then yeah. you see a movie, but you're like, yeah, he just wants something mm-hmm. fancy. For it probably history. is worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know, it's just the things like that. But so it's like, like I think that's what it is. You'll take, you know what you I mean? take that away. Yeah. 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 No, but like when you see these other movies, they're just like, oh, they want to steal this or they want this because it's worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one's different because it's just like they. I don't think they've ever talked about money. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know no, what I mean? I don't they think never so. talked about money. No. Um. They didn't like. They're like, oh, this is like worth a lot. I mean, they they do a little bit when they tell what? him like, oh, they'll they'll pay you handsomely to like go oh. get this and stuff. But right. yeah, but then he but like shakes it off. Like, like, yeah. yeah but you're gonna put you're gonna put it into like the museum though. That's what he wants. Yeah. Because who's not interested in finding out the truth? Right. Of it's about the existence the of something like that, right? Significance, yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, so usually what we do with the story segment is we talk about favorite scenes. Um, scenes that you remember for any particular reason. Um, so um, what do you guys, do you guys, uh, yeah, the shot mind? contest. Yes. I think that's when, um, absolutely. They're at the bar. That whole bar scene is just so mm-hmm. dope. <laughs> like it's like it's a western uh-huh. kind of shootout. Like, where was it? Nepal? Yeah. In Nepal. Yeah. Yeah. Of all places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just right. I love that whole that whole yeah, that scene. Introduction to Marion too. Mm-hmm. She's a badass. She is a badass. She's a badass. Um she kind of annoyed me. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Interesting. Man. You know what it is though? I think it might have just been the actress. But oh, okay, know. I can kind of kind of see that because her character, I can see where the like, oh, like this, like ex love, yeah, it's like uh-huh. she doesn't really like, care, yeah. like you know, yeah. she can hold her own in a sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I but do, I, mean, I do love that scene though. That um, well, the, the way it's shot, the way, the way a uh, part of it kind of plays like a oneer. Where it's like, you know, she mm-hmm. she's she takes her shot, she's falling asleep, she takes it, she holds the thing out, she drops it. It's like this long moment that's all in one shot and mm-hmm. um, the crowd all around them and how they're all yeah. like involved in what's happening and mm-hmm. placing their bets and yeah. 
Yeah. It pays off in the end, too, because she plays a drinking trick mm-hmm. on the Nazi guy right. to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and just gets him drunk. True. That does so, happen later on. Yeah. So it, it does kind of build um, her character a bit. But also uh, what you brought up, too, is is the fight scene in the bar. Yeah. Which no. I think is yeah. definitely one for me. Um, the way that plays out, um, the way they use the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, throwing people across it and, yeah. you know, drinks. I like are, when they do that. When yeah, they yeah. use their environment. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You have to mm-hmm. use that space. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very cinematic set piece that feels like old Western Hollywood kind of mm-hmm. kind of feel for sure. Um, and yeah, it's this spectacle. It's fun, but it, it like you guys say, it's also violent. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's also people getting <laughs> shot. Like, I think it's in that scene. Isn't it that yeah, scene it where is, the yeah. guy gets shot in, in the, the head? head? Yeah. 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 And he has like blood coming out of it. Like, yeah. yeah. They don't hide it. They have the, like the hole is there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's I mean, bleeding from there. You see there. blood coming down. Yeah. Like, it's not like there's no blood. Maybe it's not like, you know, flowing out like you guys yeah. say, like Tarantino oh, yeah. moments. Yeah. But, it's spreading out. But yeah, that seems good too. I mean, yeah. they had like I thought it was funny when they had um, the angels like pinned over the bar, right? The big guy, and yeah. there's like fire just <laughs> yeah. coming down the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. You see the lines in yeah, the yeah. Like, and somebody set like, that, that up. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really cheesy. Yeah, and he's like uh, whiskey, please. He <laughs> <laughs> even takes a yeah, sec. Yeah, you know? he heads up just in time for like the fire not to get to him. Yeah. And you just, I'm just watching. I'm just like, if yeah. he was there for like a second, like he'd be all right. Like yeah. that fire's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just roll around. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know stop dropping rolls. Yeah. But they, they they set it up for like that whole. Uh huh. Yeah. But me, my my favorite scene was um when he's like uh fighting everyone off this one truck because the arc is on the truck. Oh. And he's like one by one just taking them all out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gets shot. He gets shot at. It. And like for me, like I always think. I always like when like the some like the dude that you're rooting for is hurt. Mm-hmm. Is it, he yeah, because that means get, the comeback is gonna be that. Yeah. They much get hurt better. or something happens or like you know they fall short or they mess because then like uh, there's no um, there's no uh, I think what Mitchell call it plot armor around like this uh, one. Yeah, yeah. and it's annoying because like mm-hmm. if Indiana Jones gets through this whole movie without getting hurt. You're just like mm-hmm. that's really unlikely. It's hard yeah, to buy. Yeah. You know, that's it's not. Unlikely. But like he, he does yeah. dangerous things. That and he's yeah, jumps. and he's like one by one, he's like taking these guys all out of this truck, and mm-hmm. like he's driving and he gets shot in the arm, mm-hmm. and he's getting punched like in the, in that. And I'm just like, this is great. Like this is gonna lose. He's not yeah. Gonna this. yeah. And then you're and then you get more invested because yeah. you're like, this is a like a human. And we can yeah. Yeah. yeah, is he gonna make it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of movies there like a lot of that drop the ball like that because they'll have like a story, they'll have like you know a good canvas, if you will. Mm-hmm. But then they they get like you know the people get the main characters get through the movie and it's like yeah. nobody got hurt. It's yeah. highly unlikely yeah. that like you got through this whole movie without like a script, you know. Yeah. And just come on, Marty yeah. and I always do that with shows. If we see some guy like get thrown into a wall and the pillar like breaks, like. That guy's dead. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, like he died. Yeah. <laughs> like his, his ribs his, are his broken. Spine is yeah. done. Like, yeah, like, yeah he's paralyzed. It's, yeah, <laughs> that that like inconsistency is just like, oh come on. Like if somebody like something happens and in real life that would happen, you'd be dead. You'd be really hurt. Yeah, come on, like. Yeah. Unless you like do it on purpose because it's funny. Like, yeah. have you seen Pineapple Express? Yeah. Or like Red? Mm-hmm. It's just, it just doesn't <laughs> die. Yeah, yeah like, that's shot. Yeah. Burn. Homies being held together by duct tape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
dude, like, yeah. he doesn't die. And it's just no. funny. They do it on purpose, and it's yeah. funny. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah, you gotta give us a little something. Yeah, a little to something. make it believable yeah. and humanize that character. Like when he's a when bit. he's fighting um, the guy on the airfield, the the big German dude. Yeah, who, like yeah, He's yeah. just got his shirt off or whatever, and he's just boxing him. And he hits him once, and Indy just falls down, and he like takes a breath. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how am I gonna how am I gonna yeah. fight this guy? Yeah. And, and then like and then Indy Indy just doesn't beat yeah, him. He doesn't really beat him. Like like he mm-hmm. like moves because like <laughs> yeah because the plane comes around and the like, propeller. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, then like, that's like another thing. Like yeah. in, like if that plane wasn't there, Indy would probably be dead because that guy would like kick yeah. like that guy was just like yeah. wailing on. No chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. This it, it is like a great um, element to to the the writing here. I think definitely they they make Indy human. Yeah, um, and, that's know. why like when she's talking about how, like um, that other big dude with the sword was like trying to fight him. Right, right, right. He just shot him. Yeah. He was, like for what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody? Said, yeah, because I mean he was in all black. Yeah, he was why? In all black out of everybody. Oh yeah, at the marketplace. He was yeah. special. Mm-hmm. He was gonna kill it. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just like. Like, if you're in that situation, I'm not taking a chance. I'm looking for my friend or girl, whatever. Yeah. And I'm in a rush. I'm not going to fight you. You're big as hell. I'm just, you know? Yeah. yeah. I have an advantage here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. It's over. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Jenny, uh, any scenes stand out to you? Uh, I think my favorite scene is, well, not my favorite scene, but I guess the one that made, like, the biggest impression is the opening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, when they fir- When he first brings out the whip. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! I was just like, first of all, I love that. That's like thirteen shots, guys. Mm. That's really? thirteen. That's thirteen shots. All the, the in, uh, those, all those in-camera cuts. Like mm-hmm. it was, there was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then like all these inserts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he inched. Mm-hmm. And you see the whip before you see his face in it's this movie. That, like yeah. you see everything, and then right at the end, it's Indy's face coming yeah. out the shadows. Yeah. yeah. I'm that, just all like shadows moment. in this. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, I love them. But um. Yeah, those yeah. opening those opening shots of the film. It, it was great. It My was goodness. great. He was yeah. just like, Iconic. who They're everywhere. is this? Mm-hmm. They're reference everywhere. Badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah the, the With whip, the whip. The whip. The hat. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's something that um, we'll talk about later. But that hat is always around. It's always on his head. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, so that whole scene, like yeah. the whole, yeah. The, when you first, basically like when they first introduced in Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going into that temple was, or, yeah. or, you know. It was dope. It's a great to, scene. To get and they, the idol. And they set, yeah. like, they set up his character so much. So mm-hmm. well. Because it's like, you know what he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. like his life. Mm-hmm. Everyone there is like betraying him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like on its own. On his, even the guy helping him. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, so you just know that's his life. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he can't trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard as hell what he's doing. Yeah. Can we take a sec, though, and give some props to our fellow Latino, Alfred Molina? I mean, oh, is that how that was? Yeah, that's Alfred Molina yeah, yeah. in the beginning. And I remember watching it again, like, holy shit, that's Alfred Molina. Yeah. <laughs> And and he turns his back on Indy like dang that's you just gonna leave better than that come yeah. on, <laughs> come on but but I love that we that he he, he has that uh, character he has that performance and that's gonna mm-hmm. live on forever um that opening scene definitely I agree it was dope going mm-hmm. through all the traps like when yeah. he like holds Alfred Molina's character back before uh-huh. like and he like and he, puts his hand in the, in yeah, the light yeah exactly because he knows what's up yeah. he's been through again, it again like and they set him up so exactly. good They're he like, knows everything he, yeah. he knows what he's doing he's yeah. smart mm-hmm. yeah even the part where he talks about how like um somebody else was here 
mm-hmm. and then like they find him and he's dead. Yeah. yeah. And before that, he's like, oh, but he was really good. Like he was good. really, yeah. really, so, really good. Yeah. But he died. It builds up. So that. then, yeah. like in your head, you're like, what? And yeah, well, you Joe must did be it. really, 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 he, really he, good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so, like that whole just, scene is. I mean, that's why they have a ride of it at yeah, Disneyland dude. because that scene is iconic and oh, it's yeah. fun and it's just like. And if you think about it, that ride does have so many elements from that. Yeah. It's just that scene. I mean, it's it's that scene. Because yeah. yeah. the ball comes out. The ball comes out, <laughs> it's and like the so cool. technically the air puffing out at you, yeah, and going yeah. through the hallway. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, no, scene. I want to go back. I know, now I want to go to Disney. <laughs> but we're no, gonna, we're gonna drag Joe there. But no, yeah, that was. It's a great scene, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. Indiana Jones is. I don't. You like after that? What is it like? The first what like ten minutes? Not even ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's generous. But maybe yeah. like five minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like. And, like, what does everybody think when you think Indiana Jones? Him running away, him getting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, was the best scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, Spielberg has a great way of setting up movies. Yeah. Sure like, in know. intros. Like, all his, mm-hmm. the ones we've discussed, at least, yeah, have done a so great far, job. Yeah. Some of my That's favorite scenes true. are always in oh, the intro. True. He sets the scene perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells you what you're going to get. He hooks you real you good. You know, he's... He's a master at it, I think. Jurassic Park is the opening with the Velociraptor, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and you hear in the sound in that, too. That's a whole thing. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and then, then Jaws. Uh, Jaws, with the, with Jaws. Yeah, with the He girl. gives us that first mm-hmm. POV of the shark coming after her. Mm-hmm. And this one. Wonderful openings, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is something great about his film. Um, was there any other scene that you want to talk about, Melissa? No, no, I think we can move on to okay. cinematography. One on of the best things. I don't know how it didn't win. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure either. But whatever. I just um, want to see the close up shots in this movie. I know. You can Amazing. pop it in. Uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, cinematographer on the film is Douglas uh, Slocombe. I may be butchering his last name, but he also shot Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. So he shoots mm. all the films here with Spielberg. Um, so yeah, I mean, another, you know, same kind of thing here, guys. We just talk about favorite shots in the film or anything yeah, in particular. Anything that stuck out to you when yeah. it comes to the, the composition, lighting? Uh, absolutely. And I, I mm-hmm. think, again, I got to bring up the opening because, like, literally the first frame of this movie with, with like, you, you're seeing the backs of them, like, hiking through to get to... Mm-hmm. They're trying to get to the first temple. Mm. And um, you're seeing, like, the mountains in the background, and, and like, the titles are over it. And um, I don't know. It's, it's it's like a painting, and mm-hmm. it leads into those first moments of those inserts with Indy, and then him yeah. kind of stepping in from the shadow. You know, like... <laughs> it, it's, it's such beautiful photography throughout, but I think yeah. establishing it right in the open is... Yeah. It's kind of setting the tone for what we're going to see. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to have any shots you want to bring up? I can't remember. I mean, there's a bunch, but I was just going to, as a blanket, just talk about the use of shadow. Yes. I think you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. The use of shadow in the entire movie is. Especially of like so indies. Great. Yeah. Like presence. Yeah. Yeah, it has it's that like cowboy feel, like yeah, Maybe that's how they put it on him. Imagine, yeah. like I mean, when, when, like when this is gonna look great when he gets into <laughs> the bar. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a silhouette of him, mm-hmm. like it's just a silhouette yeah. right on the wall. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, when he walks in that bar, and then Marion like drops her glass, and she's like Indiana. I love that's probably my favorite shot. They stay on that shot. She turns around and talks to him, not even a close-up or nothing, just both of them there. It's just like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
And again, it's that larger I- than life. That iconography, sense. exactly that iconography that they're playing on. He, they're really making him out to be this icon, mm-hmm. and and all the symbolism of his shape, of the hat, of the whip, of the jacket, yeah. you know. Yeah. For sure. Um, Living legend. Yeah, uh, I think another shot that stands out to me is like honestly like one of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen in cinema is when they're already in um, Cairo, right? And um, they're they're they've found the site where the Well of Souls is. Um, I think it's the Well of Souls, or it's the one with the snakes. It's the, it's, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, when the they're Souls. digging. Mm-hmm. When they're digging, and it's like that At like sunset sunset shot. Where oh, you it's really see good. Him standing and you see all them digging and yeah, mm-hmm. I need that in like a Ooh. large. My, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, put that above my landscape. Bed, like. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was another one I had noted too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked up some. I wanted to look up the technical specs. For uh, oh, okay. for this particularly because we're talking about photography, mm-hmm. so the f- film was shot on um, Panavision Panaflex camera with Panavision lenses. It was on thirty five. Yes, mm. on thirty five and um, projected on anamorphic uh, format. That's why it looks pretty. Yep, um, and it, mm-hmm. yeah, you get that rawness, you get that texture um, that I think does bring. I think there's a lot of attention to bringing a lot of this film like to life, right? There's the energy, mm-hmm. there's the um, detail in in sets and mm-hmm. in practical effects. You know, I think I, I think that feels like a focus, even if it's not like something that was emphasized specifically. But yeah. um, I, I if I get that feeling from it, and I think of course this would add upon that element to it yeah i like that word you use texture i think there's like a grittiness that mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. gives it that fits with indiana jones absolutely yeah the whole, yeah. The whole vibe wanna, he's on i just want to say that i love the practical practical effects in this movie. oh yeah oh, they're yeah. freaking great yeah. is, right? isn't there it's like isn't it doesn't it feel so much different watching yeah. that than watching like uh like an purely movie c- yeah you know purely I mean? cgi exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And it's crazy because you would argue like, oh, like CGI is just like, well, it looks like it actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like this one, it just like reminds you that you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. but that it's like a great movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a little something more down to earth. I don't exactly. Know. I like, yeah. yeah. That's not even the right word. Like, I can't think of it, but That's something a, like a more, that. Uh, when I see it, I think of like raw? how much talent goes to it. Right. Yeah. Because you have to be really good to make something look because with CGI, it's easier. Yeah, not, wholesome. N- not, not easier Sorry. as like one is harder than the other, but like it's, it's really hard to like get practical effects to look like real life and stuff. And, and, and it, that's the thing. Yeah. And it's at that, that most time, likely they're not gonna look like. What that? I was gonna say is like at that time, like yeah. you had to, like that. If you were really good at your job, it was that. Like you had to mm-hmm. be really good if you're gonna be practical. Yeah. You had to be really good mm-hmm. in order to like yeah. to sell that, mm-hmm. and especially you know? for it to play uh, correctly on camera. Yeah, yeah. Depending, you know? like depending on. So what like CGI nowadays, you take a bunch of time. Yeah, making it look like really which, good. Which is that's what like. I was thinking about. When I know what you're trying to say yeah. because when you see uh, like a CGI movie, you're just like, you know what? No, like that's that's talent. Like it's, yeah. you have to be really talented at what you're doing to be mm-hmm. that good. Mm-hmm. Like it's really good, yeah. and you appreciate it. But it's just the fact that this is like, I guess, a more. Um, I don't know what yeah, word it is. It's I know like, We're, we'll uh, find it. It's a different process of making a movie that feels so much more like at the root of like you know movies yeah, you know like, what I mean cause the work is different we're, we're, we're there. I, yes, cause the work is different people different. have you have to get you have to be there we're talking about set it up make it look 
like with yeah, the, it's the just stuff. like it's real. Like it's, it's just looking more for tangible, physical, tangible. Yeah, that's tangible a good one. Is a good I think one. that's a good one. It's a more tangible way of making a movie that feels so like organic. Yeah, I like, guess not organic, but like more. I like, like that one better. It's organic. More, yeah. It's not, yeah, I guess it feels like because it's like what we do. It's when we do something physical that it feels like, oh, we're doing something. Mm -hmm. Not that being on a computer, you know, and doing stuff like that's not physical. It's just different because you shoot it and then you're like, hey, here, like, I want it. I want you yeah. to insert this Just and stuff. Just make yeah. it like this. But it's different when you're like on set and you get like the dude that's or whoever that's yeah. gonna make you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, grab the like red paint and like yeah. the yeah. brush and the thing. They're a little and more then, detached from that whole yeah, process. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. I feel like we can just get into the mezon Mizan. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Which is just the whole natural. art direction, the way everything looks. Because we can go on about this yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Cause and we can even talk about more than art direction too, but we'll talk about that first. Yeah. Um production designer on the film. I uh, well First of all, we should credit all these effects to ILM. Um, ILM, that's uh, George Lucas's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ILM is Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, it's that um, company that comes up with George Lucas on... The um, same people that did all the Star the Wars, Wars stuff. The Jurassic one. Park. They did Jurassic great. Park, too. The, the Abyss, the uh, Terminator, that's yeah. ILM. Those people need all the trophies. They're the real. Yeah. <laughs> They're the real MVPs. <laughs> um, so... But but production designer on this film, someone I want to credit as well, Norman Reynolds. Um, I mean, think about all the sets with like the you know the um, the, the temples, the, the Well of Souls. Oh yeah. All the yeah. detail and and, mm-hmm. the, and all that's going on there is for sure insane. But uh, mythology that they even do. With we're, them. we're we're talking about practical effects though. So oh. <laughs> the the melting face is one of the crazier things in this film, and I think one of the things that's like most remembered from it. Um, because it's it's another like groundbreaking design moment from ILM. Chris Wallace is a um, special makeup effects artist, and he was given the task to do that. And um, it's I wrote down like the process of how he did it, but basically it's like they had to like create a mold over the actor's face, and then take that and create this like um, skull for him and that's what like you see last in the in the mm-hmm. scene and um so they're like those like lay on top of each other but like in between them there's like this thin layer of skin that they make and like this gel that applies over it and like the gel is like colored in such a way to kind of look like when it's melting like blood and like you know bodily stuff and um the way they shoot it is like with they have these like uh, space heaters off camera and they're just like they turn them on and the thing starts to melt and then mm. frames are like sped a bit. Okay. And uh, because it, I think it was a little bit of a slow process, but when you once that happens, I think especially like the way they timed the shooting of it too, I, I, don't, I don't think I wrote it down, but I, I think they may have like played with time and shooting too mm. um, somehow. And anyways, it, it led to the effect that we see and it's it took like a few um, tries to get it right. Like at first they like, we were having like chunks of the face like fall off and it just didn't look right but eventually they got it to the point that they they had it and it i think you can all agree it looks pretty terrifying yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you said you couldn't cool. remember how many times they tried it uh I th- yeah i'm not sure I, th- I wonder how long that took I th- but i think they like how many molds i think they made like four yeah. molds or three molds mm-hmm. okay four or three. Dang, so they're like you better get it in four yes yeah, so yeah. they, they only had a couple times to test it yeah, yeah. 
I think it takes a long time for the mold to be made and, mm-hmm. you know, like the whole process. Mm-hmm. And we think about yeah, how long too. production is, you know. Maybe because they had more, they're like, you know what, let's just use all of them yeah. and just take it and see which, which one, one yeah. yeah, melts the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so I wrote, I did write down that it took about 10 minutes um, at first for the entire thing to melt. And then that's when it's, that's when it was sped up. Um there's another face in that's in the end scene when that happens that like it like shrinks it gets like vacuumed yeah it gets like yeah <laughs> like with from within because like it's, it's three oh. people around the arc that yeah. all get mm-hmm. like get it bad yeah because yeah. everyone else standing around just gets like a lightning through their chest or whatever yeah yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah the three yeah. main mm-hmm. bad guys right yeah it's, one of them gets like their like his head gets vacuumed out mm-hmm. which is guys, one of the nazi like then, yeah, sergeants or whatever the guy mm-hmm. that gets his face melted off is like the dude with the like cul-de-sac haircut yeah and like the glasses Black, and whatever the one who gets out. his hand like imprinted with yeah. the, mm-hmm. the he, emblem thing i liked him so much yeah. for some reason i think because of the fact that like you see you see him in everything i feel like they reference him a lot mm-hmm. as like this guy that like you know the laugh that he does mm-hmm. Is like I feel like I've heard that laugh in other things yeah. reference referencing him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I I saw him again, and I was just like, man, like he, this guy's basically in everything because they reference him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. another iconic yeah image. Yeah. So then the other guy explodes, right? Yeah, um, his head just explodes. Yeah, we can talk about also like within this section more. So we, can, I mean, like to get back to production design a little bit and like art direction within that element like think about iconic props like we talked about the hat the whip um the jacket but like i mean the temples are crazy but like Mm -hmm. even think about like they have to design like the ark of the covenant and like you Mm -hmm. know that that um even that like uh idol thing at the beginning mm-hmm. you know there's there's yeah. everything looks the mythology of it all everything looks like it fits so well yeah yeah and like i mean there's also that scene in the beginning when they're being commissioned to go get the ark right that there's that like big book that he's like showing them the, oh yeah he just has like a random the history yeah, yeah. Of, i have the picture of the ark right here hold yeah. on and this page that just so happened to be bookmarked exactly and it looked exactly like the end so if you think about it that's like practically made that's not an actual book probably Mm -hmm. like that's something Mm -hmm. that they put together and yeah you know cool story about props i don't know if you guys um read i went on the wikipedia and i saw that there was like a tab like called 2012 like mystery prop yeah and basically like someone sent a copy of like a journal that Indy had yeah from the movie and they made like uh it was a remake it was a what is it called a replica it was a replica prop a really good like replica prop yeah and they had sent it to UCLA because there was a fake address in that that got sent to UCLA is that where he works Um. in the movie or wow. something because that came from like the journal or whatever so like some posts it got lost basically somewhere oh. in the mail that's so interesting i yeah. want to look into that and the guy it's going to be shown they're going to display it at the school but um interesting but yeah like some it got lost and whoever found it like that worked in the mail they just sent it to that address on there and it just sent to ucla that's crazy I mean, and they're they, like what the fuck where this gum from they probably thought it was something like <laughs> legit yeah like, and they were just like what the heck yeah they do have Confused. these like special collection libraries there so um 
that's interesting yeah yeah um uh, that was really cool yeah i want to yeah. look into that but it's crazy the the amount of detail that goes into i think the world building of the mm-hmm. film especially with this it's like such a massive scale like think about like some of the desert scenes that you see and how many extras are in mm-hmm. those scenes you know and like um the the varying like sort of landscapes like we go from jungle to you know like university nepal. and to nepal and to mm-hmm. the, the desert, desert and like i mean it's it's crazy the mm-hmm. the adventure we go on here and i think a lot of that is in, in part of the world building within the, the camera you know mm-hmm. yeah and uh but so one thing that i took note of is and this just speaks to how hard production can be um when they were shooting in uh in tunisia which was what becomes egypt in the film it's like 130 degrees mm. and like oh you could tell you know they're mm. out there for a while mm. um and uh having like thousands I, I think i wrote down actually the n- number but like you know so many gallons of water to set having that like shipped in because people are just so dehydrated out there and like mm-hmm. just trying to make sure nobody dies yeah 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 exactly like <laughs> think about working in those conditions like i just i don't know plus you need like oh they needed like medication for dysentery and like you know obviously like creams of like for sunburns like mm-hmm. and over like 600 extras so imagine tending to all that yeah mm-hmm. and like all of them need costumes too like there's also that like yeah. They all need direction and like I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. What a task to take to like put all this together. It's just it's hot. Everybody's annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're Every- just trying to make this movie real quick. Yeah, and and Harrison Ford does <laughs> like, say at one time like this is like the hardest movie he had to make at least at this point. Yeah, yeah. He says that, and I can see why. Um. Uh. So I actually I kind of want to talk about that's a good segue. I want to talk about cast because. I, we didn't talk about that earlier. I should have brought that up in the beginning of the podcast, but that does kind of fall within this section to me because it's again part of like the world building mm-hmm. of the movie. So um, let me pull up my area on the cast. Okay, so Harrison Ford. Yeah. So um, I'd say we could just start with him. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't know how to cast Indiana Jones. Um, they they didn't find anyone close, and um. Steven Spielberg watches Empire Strikes Back, and as he's watching, he just says, Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones. And so he calls up George Lucas, and he's like, I know who, I like, I got it. And then George Lucas says, um, you're going to say Harrison Ford, right? And he's like, yep. <laughs> Dang. So it's crazy, like, they both had this, like, realization, like, they yeah. both knew, even though they were trying for other actors. I didn't see who else was up there. They were probably, like, but... casting, they're like, yeah, we want him to be, like, you know, like, this... Like Harrison Ford, like yeah. he just needs to be like Harrison Ford, yeah. and then they're like, "Wait a second, that dude, let's we guess just get Freaking Han Solo, you know, like yeah. yeah, he has a lot of the same characters. If you think about it, there's mm-hmm. moments. I think when we were watching the movie, yeah. there's a moment where we're like, "That sounds like something Han Solo would say." Yeah, because he yeah, he doesn't you know? believe in that hocus pocus mm-hmm. kind like, of I don't like believe magic in all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe in all that. Yeah, it was some thing. of those moments. Yeah, it's a very but, similar character. Yeah, right? yeah. running away by himself. Yeah, uh-huh. trying to you know get what he like. Just kind of like a bounty hunter. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I think, it, and I do think it's a natural fit for him. I think he's it's one of the incredible like 
uh, iconic cinematic roles in in history. So um, then Mar- uh, Marion is played by Karen Allen, who um, is apparently like a New York stage actress and just impressed everyone. Um, except for Jenny. Except for Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, to get the role, everyone liked her from her stage acting, I guess. And um, she had never done this kind of like adventure film before, um, at least to this point. Uh, but so, I mean, it's it's just funny, like thinking about like some of the things she has to do, like uh, you know, skeletons are falling on top of her, and she's like falling down cliffs. Like I can't imagine going from the stage to that. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's a whole new world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it her first movie? Ah, uh, that I'm not sure about. <laughs> Hella shade, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this her first try? Yeah. Is this her it first seemed, go at it? Because it seemed, it like, seemed it. like it. Yeah. Like I could tell. <laughs> hard I tried. Could tell. She tried. She tried her So what was it that you didn't really care for? I think I genuinely just think. It was probably her acting. Mm. Like I just didn't. I didn't buy it. I yeah. didn't. I just didn't. You didn't believe character. her at all. I didn't believe her. I knew she was acting. Mm. You know what I mean? Harrison Ford. Like that was Doctor Jones. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And this girl was like, oh, this actress. Like there. This is for this. She's playing this role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this girl. This she's role playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's just it was just like I just didn't I not didn't genuine. No, yeah. I just felt like it wasn't. Mm. Okay. It was a little too grand. I mm. feel like maybe she theatrical, got that from like yeah, yeah it was a theatrical and it dramatic. was just like dramatic exactly. Indiana Jones. I knew you'd crawl back. This yeah, day. yeah. yeah. I was a kid. You yeah. broke my heart. You know what I mean? It's just Could like that be the dialogue. A little? Could be maybe I mean, the writing. The, the, okay, is that's writing. true. That's true. Because a line that like I I kind of like almost rolled my eyes was when they were like at Nepal and like the metal was like um had fell and it was really hot and it burned the dude's hand mm-hmm. yeah and they're rushing out and she grabs it and like they're supposed to be in this she's like yelling at the top of her lungs she's like well i'm your partner now yeah wait wait, wait, wait. i like, think i i'm your like, goddamn partner yeah, yeah i wrote <laughs> that line down because it made me laugh yeah <laughs> it's God, just like you're so I, extra I, I, hey tone like, it down like, yeah like chill yeah. out cornball like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> You just yeah. like you know you almost die. Your bar just got burnt to the floor. You should be angry. You should be crying. And, you know, like relax. The last thing you should be yelling about is, you know. I'm your partner now. Like that's just too. That's yeah. Yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. That one. But again, like, is that, that like, that is like that the writing or is it the like mm. the yeah. acting? Because I feel like a little of both. Yeah. 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 Maybe there's a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, also in the cast then is. Um, Paul Freeman plays Belloc, um, and Ronald Lacey plays Tote. And I think Tote uh, is the one that, the other character that I remember most from the film, and Tote is the one who gets his face melted, the one the main, like, mm-hmm. Nazi. Oh, the one yeah, that's in the, the creepy-looking the like Captain dude. guy or whatever. No. That, that he, he's, yeah, he's a great role, yeah. yeah. What? Oh, okay, now I'm just trying to remember in my head. I was, I was, yeah, the guy who melts the, the, the guy, yeah, who gets his yeah. hand. Yeah, um, I was just conflating him with, um, with the guy that was in the tent with Meredith. That's Belloc. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, okay. I was just conflating was, he's also, those two. I mean, he's great in the movie, too. Um, but I think, I don't know, the, I guess Toad to me feels like he's like that Nazi that you like love to hate, yeah. you know, like 
Mm. I don't know. And anyway. yeah, you're right though, because I I remember having that kind of feeling when he walks into the bar. Yeah. He's like, oh, um, we're not thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like he's got some great. I think he's got some great lines. You know, and, and the act. The, like, we're, yeah, we're here for the same thing your friend Jones is here for. And the bar yeah. closed. Like, no, we're not thirsty. I think he's like standing over the fire and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to make he's, it talk. I just, he's just his character is iconic I do want to we, we still want to talk about like editing and sound because I'd, li- I'd like to get into both areas so I want to get into sound because there's um, I think some of when I when I really focused on it like I mean great sound is always described as like something you don't that doesn't st- necessarily stand out but it's like it just seamlessly builds upon the world for you right so it puts you in that setting that's the goal of, of of good sound but i mean when i really you know watched the film and like kind of studied the sound of it with with a certain focus I, I paid attention to things and i'm like dang that was really really cool um uh, and ben burt is um the sound designer of the film who's one of the most famous sound designers in, mm. in cinema history and kind of changes the game with with a lot of films um but he, I think, does some work here that's that's just uh, when I when I learned about like some of the sounds that go into what we hear and, and things, it's it kind of really blew me away. Because um, you know sometimes these neat little secrets go on that you don't even know about, but then you find out and it's like dang that that works really well. So like the giant boulder when that's rolling, um, I guess they like couldn't figure out the right way to make that sound it was it was hard to get the weight and also like the gradual like building speed and so like the grittiness of the texture and the texture right the kind of the kind of rock the kind of rubble and um what they ended up doing was driving down a hill in a honda civic and like ben burt like sticking out i think it was ben burt it might have been his uh, other guy that was working with him gary summers holding the mic down by the tire and getting it from like slow to gradually speeding up down the hill huh. that and is so sick that's the boulder mm. and yeah i, the I love boulder that. in indiana jones is a honda civic, honda civic. <laughs> 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 that is a wild it's crazy car. right it probably would have killed him with any other car <laughs> <laughs> that's why he used it. that's why he makes it that's why he makes it <laughs> Because it was a Honda Civic, that's why he got away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. Um, yeah, I love. I, I just love that sound design fact. It's, it's so funny. Um, but so like one thing I also noticed in this movie is that like the with the fight sequences, like the punches remind me specifically of like westerns. Like that's one thing that mm-hmm. brings me back because it's it's kind of like comicy, right? Like yeah, you kind of. That onomatopoeia feel. Yeah. One of those, you know, like, like, bam, it's like, kablam, you know what it's like? It's boom. like the fight scenes in, like, the um, the Adam West uh, Batman and Robin. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Totally, it's, exactly. like, grand like that, and it's, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What I was thinking about when I watched it was, um, you guys remember in our editing class at CSUN? Yeah. Why was um, I thinking about that right now? Uh, Gunsmoke. That scene Gunsmoke. from Gunsmoke that we yeah. had to, like take uh put in all the sound design for the fight sequence yeah i'm thinking about all the sounds that we had to go look through for up the sound library and you were just like, like yeah know, this sounds like his it sounds face exactly like it's exaggerated <laughs> like, like him hitting his punch, yeah. you know like um so some of the ways that they do it here though is um they record 
meat being punched, which is, I think, the main kind of way that those classic sounds were recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, like those heavy hands inside yeah, the mm-hmm. stomach. But also um, broken chicken bones. And um, so they would, like, crack them, right? And then uh, apparently they got, like, a bunch of leather jackets and, like, baseball gloves and, like, put them into a pile and then, like, smack it with a baseball bat. Gets, like, the... That, mm-hmm that mm-hmm. right texture and that right weight i guess but it's still it, it sounds similar they all sound similar to me still it's just like mm-hmm. a little you know slight there's slight differences but it still kind of fits into that idea of this is this kind of tone mm-hmm. you know this is it's this kind of mood so um i have a bunch more i can go into but like i don't know how many we want to go into <laughs> What's the coolest one to you? Uh, okay, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me decide then, because I could go on this for show for a while, you know. Um, I like yeah. You you did the research. Okay, okay, so. okay, okay. I got another funny one that I forgot about. I got another <laughs> funny one. So the Ark of the Covenant opening up at the end, like when when they're doing the whole uh, what would you call it, like seance or yeah, like, I would say it ritual. Ritual. When they're doing the ritual, that's a good word. Um, got you. Got it. Um, <laughs> so they lift off the lid, um, and that apparently uh, Ben Burt he did was he recorded at his house. He just lifting the tank off his toilet, uh, the back of the toilet. Wow! Oh, really? ruin it. And I like play it, and and <laughs> I, I like went to the scene and I play it, and I'm like, that's totally a toilet. <laughs> like, I hear that sound all the time when I gotta when fix it, the freaking yeah, tank. When you gotta <laughs> <fix>. <laughs> Like, I'm so done because when you like you hear that sound and you're like yeah but like yeah. if you just think about it without the context of the movie yeah. you're just like what yeah. could that that's a toilet you better not be in that toilet yeah you <laughs> better not be in that toilet <laughs> but like, like that's a toilet but like, like, like <laughs> it, it works though because like you, you you also get the sense that like the the arc the lid is this kind of like jewel yeah and it's or, heavy like, heavy kind yeah. of yeah right like a uh, material that would sound like this mm-hmm. i guess like it may it makes it fits but you know yeah. it's just kind of funny yeah it's like <laughs> like, a good one that's actuality you know it's a really good one yeah thank you I, that, thanks for cool. bringing that to the table um one i'm gonna say one more just sound that really i love because i'm okay. sorry guys sound is so important to <laughs> me but it's not one. but it's, <laughs> it's 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 one uh sound that i think people might not notice um it's actually one of the cooler ones in the in the film. Is it um, the spiders? No. Um, there's there's this like sound um, that they make in like the beginning of the film um, when they're in like in the wilderness, right? Um, it's some kind of like crazy like animal sound that occurs in the wilderness, and like you don't know what it is. Oh, is it that screaming one? It's like a screaming one, right? It's I, yeah. I can't tell if it's like a monkey or like mm. something. A baboon, like, probably. It probably oh, is some yeah. kind of blend of things, but like I just can't find exactly what it was. But um, actually, I'm not sure that I had it. But oh. that that sound definitely is one that always has stood out to me because you're you're it's again at the beginning of the film, so you're kind of being. Um, shown what what the tone is going to be like what yeah. what you're in for mm-hmm. right and um they're like oh they hear that and they're like oh jungle yeah you know jungle like jungle. it's some it's some kind of other world and I, I think that really that really helped it's like abrupt i don't know what that is sound mm. um so do you guys want to talk about the music too i feel like we have to talk about the music i think the little what? musical like 
like just when um i just i just keep thinking about the spiders like when they're on when he turns around the like i don't even know what instrument it is yeah. but it like literally sounds like what a spider walking down someone's back looks like you know yeah. what i mean it was i feel like it Sense was so crawling accurate. yeah or... like it feels like something's crawling mm-hmm. and it's just like how did like mm-hmm. i don't see anything crawling like well you know if you're not like looking at the spider spoke you just listen to the sound effect yeah like i don't i don't see anything crawling but i feel like i just saw it yeah because you know what i mean it's also, so accurate like, my worst nightmare dude like I'm, I, oh, mean, yeah. I don't like spiders i'd be out by then spiders huh? yeah, you don't like spiders, I don't like spiders. No. Really don't. Um, always been a thing. <laughs> you ever um, watch like like scary movies about spiders and stuff yeah, just yeah. to try to get over it? But I have yeah, I have like arachnophobia. You know oh, the, really? the movie. I think I have it on VHS actually. That'd be pretty cool. Have you seen Eight Legged Freaks? No, I haven't seen that. Really? But not that I didn't want to say. I don't. I just don't think the opportunity ever came. You heard about it though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, what is it? Eight Legged Freaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mutant spiders. Really I love like mon- like that type of horror movie. Yeah, I, I it it's might like be a on Shutter. Yeah, might be, that might be streaming on Shutter. Hmm. So, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that there is this um, when when he and Alfred Molina both have all the spiders on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there is some kind of like Sting. S- like subtle sound that you that you get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, it's all about perspective, and so like yeah. when you get that perspective right in every mm-hmm. sense of that um especially in sound for me uh yeah it really works really well so it gives me this kind of like tingly like yeah you know, like, like wow that was perfect mm-hmm. like that was a perfect sound yeah um john williams coming onto the film is brought upon by the connection of lucas and spielberg mm-hmm. right and um he talks about like loving the experience of working with both of them because if you think about it like their filmmaking styles also do like the films they put out are pretty similar. Like, think about mm-hmm. Star Wars and you think about, like, um, the, the fantastical elements and the adventure elements and mm-hmm. all yeah, that. Like, they, they feel very similar, right? And they're also very good friends, so that could be part of it. But um, he talks about the experience of working with both of them. And I pulled this quote. He says, uh, I've been very fortunate to work with Paul Spielberg and Lucas. In the case of both of those gentlemen, they are interested in music and use it in a very theatrical way that gives the music an opportunity to project itself and it gives me an opportunity to write in the thematic way that wouldn't be possible in all kinds of films Hmm. so it's true like the music does Mm -hmm. take this kind of character in itself right like it's so important to the storytelling of the film so important to the tone Um, and um i feel like yeah would if you if you didn't have this kind of score watching this film would feel emptier and like yeah you know like, it wouldn't hold up at all it wouldn't work it yeah. would it just wouldn't work. at all yeah so um i think it's just so significant to the, this film's success um to tell the story um and so he what he did was he the like main theme to indiana jones dun, 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 mm-hmm. that was like one of two ideas that he had for like the main theme and the other theme is like um it's something iconic too i can't quite recall how to do the melody in my head but there's there's another one that he um that he that he comes up with and has like the idea for it to also be the main one and spielberg is just like well i love both can you just put both in and so mm. that second one is just like becomes the bridge of the main theme mm. like song mm. Got it. so yeah, no, felt, yeah yeah 
it's that's it's just neat it sounds so heroic yeah it does right it's like so like yeah. that's well, like another way to place him you know what i mean yeah like right like he's this iconic yeah. hero yeah. yeah that's being emphasized through the, the, mm-hmm. the timing and the yeah. i think composition uh, yeah. and the instruments used like there's these horns right that yes yeah the thing play. like i feel like he plays this all his music kind of sounds the same oh okay yeah i mean like you could yeah like but he makes such iconic themes it's all very the, memorable yeah the themes that you know what you're watching by here yeah and it's like some some of it sounds the same we ran across this i was telling you it's the same thing as a han solo and leia theme mm-hmm. oh, is like the love theme in indiana jones yeah, if you play him like back to back it sounds almost mm. the same like the same tune melody i guess and i guess if you even think about it though like i also connect that but to, they're also similar too yeah, like, and the directors are so similar in style like indiana jones and marion feels like han solo and princess leia to me in a way yeah they do i can see that yeah yeah you know half of those things are just the same person so yeah. maybe um, he's basing this themes yeah obviously and there's, and there's, there is i guess a kind of cool tie there mm-hmm. me. but yeah. I, but I, I can't deny I that, that i was with purpose hear the similarity but it might have been on purpose mm-hmm. you know yeah to a certain degree yeah um so i think that's pretty much oh and 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 um williams also says that the experience of doing um this trilogy the indiana jones trilogy because he does all the films i mean he does the fourth one too mm-hmm. but um he it says that it's he says that it's been an important one the experience um it's been an important one in the overall stretch of what he's done in film that it was a very joyful experience yeah. and so i think it was yeah, significant in his career mm-hmm. um yeah we didn't talk about editing and uh, again michael Kahn. um edits, this is what it won for right it's the film and yeah they won for sound as well and they won for oh, our okay. correction and so they also oh. won for editing so all these okay. technical crafty yeah kind of departments one and makes sense i think that is the it's uh, what holds up what what makes like, the film so yeah. successful right mm-hmm. like we're saying um it's the detail to all of these uh, elements of the storytelling yeah. it's the attention to detail yeah. it's all of that yeah mm-hmm. um were there any scenes in particular that the editing the way it played out that you guys have in mind that comes to mind yeah yeah i think I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that they decided to do long shots. Oh, like yeah, those two long shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I, I think it it just feels like more, I don't know if I want to say raw, but it just feels like, you know, like life doesn't always do that. You know, when you're like, when you're look with other people, when you're like cutting from like, oh, like Marty's over there, but I'm over here. You know what I mean? And so, oh, but there, I, I like when people play with like you know with the room that they have, mm-hmm. and it's just just move with us, just mm-hmm. move with the characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I think it's dope that they know when to not cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that helps like the editing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some great there's some great scenes that uh, definitely um, make you kind of draw you in that way because I think that's also what it, what that does when you don't cut because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's just like uh, oh, something's gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, like you 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 continue to pay attention to the screen, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what I enjoy about it. You know, if yeah. the, the more I'm hooked in, the better. The more I feel like I'm in the character's shoes, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
and I, I think the scene that for me comes to mind with that is the, um, the again the the shot contest scene um, yeah. like I was talking about back when we were talking That's, about yeah. that scene um, mm-hmm. yeah you you just you live in that moment and um, the way it's shot too is also I think exceptional but um, yeah I love that we stay in that moment I love that we experience it and the excitement of the crowd around and we feel like we're part of that crowd in a way right mm-hmm. um, yeah, how about you Annie? Um, well you mentioned a good one I was just wanted to say I guess or add on like it, editing to me is all about pacing so as long as the movie paces well I think it's good editing mm-hmm. this is something I think it does from the beginning to end yeah. kind of um, pulls you in and then it's an adventure like Mm-hmm. You know, and to keep that high, those highs, and then those slow moments still mm-hmm. in between, and it not feel too long. Yeah, like like all everything like moves fluently. So I like, like that. The yeah, time. yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but I can't. Um, you mentioned a good one. I like the yeah. fluidity of that scene, knowing mm-hmm. know when to cut out of that moment when they're taking the shots because it's a wonder, is it? Uh, yeah, for a certain I forget when Parts they actually I forget when they actually cut, but um, yeah, there that that moment lasts for a while, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do another wonder, I think, when Indiana Jones is um first learning that they're gonna be able to go. Yeah, right, when right, he's right. in his room, he's packing. prepping his, and then you see him put his whip in his yeah. suitcase oh, and, and all that. Oh, he goes somewhere to get his gun. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm prepared. And yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, he goes somewhere to get his gun from the drawer. So yeah. you yeah. see it, you fall yeah, into the drawer. The camera, and, like, and, it, and then it follows the camera when he, I mean, the camera, ends, the gun when he throws it in the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that's know? An, I love the, that. The, the camera, like, dollies right, and mm-hmm. it pans. Yeah, that's another one take that. It's perfectly that, timed. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the longest one in the movie. Might be. That yeah. was the longest one in the movie, and then the second longest was the conversation he's having with the other French uh, uh, historian or architect, whatever. Uh, Belloc. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. It's like when he's talking to him mm. in the in the bar when they find him with the monkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And yeah. after like he thinks Marion exploded. Yeah. So like they take him and they start talking to him and like it's like he's he's talking to him and then like everybody around them has guns. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So and it's like right when he 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 gets up yeah. and take his gun out or whatever like they're all like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's I mean it's yeah it's great that he he uses these moments throughout to um, to yeah yeah build up that I guess a sense of in some cases intensity but mm-hmm. really just putting us in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we went through all categories, right? I think we did. Yeah, pretty well, much. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else you guys would want? Yeah. Any, to point out about it. Anything else? Any other like um, last thoughts on, on what on your feelings on the film? On maybe on how it falls within like yeah within all the Spielberg all the Spielberg films, films like so. Jurassic Park, Jaws, or Indiana Jones. Like, which one is, is this one that you guys come back to often, or is it one that? You just love to watch every now and then. It's one that I feel like... um, I think it's going to be, like, quietly good in my, like... In my head. Or, like, you know, out of all his movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, like... Oh, this movie was good. This movie was good. And this movie was good. And then I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Like, Indiana Jones is a thing. And I, like, forgot that it's this great. Yeah, it's such a journey. It is. Like, you forget it's that great of a movie. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like it carry like you forget how much influence it has on like other you know like we talked about like other it's being referenced in other shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that like we forget because like i'm sure like i remember seeing a lot of scenes in like the scene um from in family guy mm-hmm. where chris somehow goes to like the, i forget how he ends up on this island with like indigenous people there mm-hmm. but like basically they do that whole dance like the jitterbug like <laughs> Oh, no. Wham song sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, and then they do that, and for some reason they like, kick him out, and so like they're running, they're mm-hmm. running to like the airplane, yeah. like water flow, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like thing that they have, and that's that whole beginning scene of Indiana Jones yeah. where he's running to like, yeah, you know what I mean? Being chased by all of them, yeah. And they're like shooting like mm-hmm. um the spears. The spears and darts, like the poisonous darts, yeah. and then yeah. like who dies there? Supposedly Meg, the same way oh, that the course. first guy dies oh. when they like when they show him, you know, oh to Indiana, gosh. like when they catch him outside. So Poor it's just Meg. like you know what I mean. That's so that. Get it. Yeah. But they, you know, there people are probably people have never seen Indiana Jones. Like yeah. the quiet classic. That, yeah, movie? yeah. It's like. You know, like, oh, that's a reference to Indiana Jones, but you don't know because it's just, like, it's so good. Yeah. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's a nod to those, you know. Yeah. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But absolutely agree. So I love Indiana Jones for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> for being, like, a quiet, like, you yeah. know what I Is mean? low-key. Well, I guess another... I, I have something else I'm interested in, um, and you guys could tell us in your, like, closing thoughts, is in the Indiana Jones trilogy, if you've seen them all... Um, which is your particular favorite to, to go back to? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ready to hear you out. Uh, for real, for real. One. <laughs> the first, first one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The first one. Because it does all the, I feel like it does all the heavy work. Like it does all the like, yeah, we're going to like, in the first up. movie, we're going to make Indiana Jones like, this yeah. is who Indiana, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is who he is. Like, yeah. bam. Like we did, you know, mm-hmm. we showed you like, with the beginning scene and it is so at, you successful know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That, you know, and it's, it's just like one. oh like, like indiana yeah. jones like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's indiana jones he's like great he's amazing you know what i yeah. mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's so smart and yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah and it's yeah it's been a watch yeah but like i feel like i'd i'd definitely go back to like jurassic park yeah and watch more. that over mm-hmm. like more oh yeah mm-hmm. i'd pick that over like indiana jones for sure Oh, same, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. probably just my great movie. Jurassic Park is probably my favorite Spielberg film. Yeah, you know? But uh, Indiana I mean, it's Jones. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, this I one is like. I'm mad. He's like, no, Indiana Jones is. <laughs> this one is like, you know, you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's a great watch. It's pretty funny. There's things in it that you like laugh and roll your eyes at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep going. Like the scene that was. Re- <laughs> I just caught like I just thought it was so like stupid. There's um Indiana Jones just got the truck back or whatever, yeah, and made into the city. And the people there all were all in cahoots, I guess, because yeah. he drives into the garage and like a bunch of people just put a bunch of stuff in front of it real quick, and they're all just selling stuff. Yeah. And then the other car comes in behind them. Yeah, they do like some like donut around the thing, and they're like looking for him. Like where is he at? Where is he at? And like a handful of people go and barb like bombard the car selling like whatever fruit oh, they yeah, had, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like real quick, like if you pay attention, the guy in the back seat 
like grabs this fruit from one of them and then throws it off the side of like the car. And I thought it was really funny what? how like they like left that in real quick mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And like these little things about this movie is huh. that you'll watch it and like, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't, like you, yeah, you'll it catch you. like little things yeah. that are just. <laughs> It's like All the details fun. make yeah. it yeah. rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you like find something else in every watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just thought that scene was funny too. Because yeah. <laughs> they're like, where, where is he? Everybody's like, where's the like, where's the truck? Everyone's like, yeah, you can't just lose a truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the back is just like, he takes it. This takes this fruit and then like throws it off the other side of the car. This, I mean, the top is like convertible. The top is down. Yeah. And I was like, why did he do that? Like, he's like, upset. Like, why are you picking on like? Yeah. Come on, bro. Like. Yeah. yeah. It's just so unnecessary. I just thought it was so unnecessary, but yeah, it's like rude. Yeah. Right. Like and it's just rude. funny to watch. Um. Yeah, and then I think. Um. Well, Melissa, what about you? Like. I'm interested in what you um, oh, I don't know. feel too. It's I mean, so do you remember watching to... the other two films? Um, oh, um, between all three of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mostly remember Temple of Doom, I think. Okay. I don't remember remember the third one. Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've only, have you only have you seen it? Remind me what happens. They're they're looking for the um, the is it it's the Holy Grail I think right yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably watch that once or something. Okay, it's it's a great one. I mean, I, I love that film too. It's really hard to pick, to be honest, like a favorite. But mm-hmm. but I, obviously, I don't know. I, I think know. the first one. I think I've seen you. the first one the most for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but mm-hmm. I love I love Temple of Doom because it, I I don't know I love yeah, the yeah I like the horror like him the, ripping his heart out yeah and like um the they're like eating monkey brains at one point right? yeah it was more cornier it's, it's, it's a little, there, yeah but... i think it is a little corny yeah. at times but at, um and i i think it's the least favorite of most people's yeah. um personal lists but um i i, I just like the idea of indie going like to movies hell that again. deal with satan a lot no it's not you know it's not that <laughs> <laughs> but it's i think it's, it's creepy favorite i think this horror is movie. creepy in like a in a in a fun way mm. um uh, yeah anyways um <laughs> So, I guess cool. that about does it, right? For yeah. This, for yeah, this sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's the end of our uh, Spielberg series. Yeah, the series has been pretty fun. I've enjoyed, yeah. you know, going through um, Spielberg's filmography, picking these films. I think we talked about some really good ones. Um, and obviously, there's so many more mm-hmm. that we could have talked about. Like, I really wanted to talk about E.T., but, you know didn't end up happening that's hard yeah you know that's hard big honorable mention there yeah, yeah. big honorable Shout mention out. right there you know it's <laughs> not that like we like that film any less but you know it's it, we only had three and we we thought for the three or the iconic threes I think. and then you know oh, the, yeah. i feel like you know we had good reasons yes. so mm-hmm. um anyways it was so, this has been fun but mm-hmm. we're so on the the start of the new series is going to be fall series right yeah it goes with the seasons so that'll be women of horror yeah. so we'll talk that's about like sick. women that directed any horror movies yep yeah that's we have a few picked one. out but i don't think it's an official list yet. yeah it's an official list and we're yeah. not so we won't um Reveal say those out yet but yeah. um yeah we have so it's gonna be for for fall from uh september through excuse me um yeah september october and november yeah we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about um horror films directed by women yeah um just because yeah we want to there's some really great ones that i think are underappreciated and 
underseen or just you know mm-hmm. um, the people who have seen them uh, really love and so I think they deserve the attention because I want to I want to highlight some films that don't get enough love I think yeah so uh keep up with any of the social media so those uh, any updates will be on that yeah and uh that is what's the tag on instagram it is uh at the underscore cine survey and on twitter is at cine survey yeah before we let you guys go thanks to our guests jenny and joe for joining us thank yeah. you for having yeah. us yeah, yeah. great to have fun. great to yeah. have you guys here yeah been a fun conversation yeah. <laughs> it has been <laughs> and we'll you know be sure to have you guys back at some point it's, yeah. it's um, always fun yeah. to have more people on the show so you know whenever we can it's, it's uh, better for the conversation right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah sure. makes things more interesting for sure so until then cheers <laughs> <laughs>